my name is David Gloyd. I'm the co-owner of Crimson Cowl Comics and Collectibles in West Bend, Wisconsin. Together with my partner Kurt and our friend Anthony, along with several of our customers and friends, there's always some great conversations going down at the store. You're always welcome to come join us, but in the meantime, here's a peek under the cowl. I am your host, David Lloyd, and this episode is one of our Wednesday episodes, so it's uh, myself, Kurt, and Anthony, and we're gathered around the, uh, the store, up by the counter area, having some pizza, and just discussing regular uh, stuff that we talk about around here. It, uh, <laughs> it, some of the, the conversations that we tend to have just really spin out of control. You know, they'll start off with one thing, and then I don't know how we get from one place to another, but uh, we do, and they're not always expected places that we get to. So uh, we're going to kick it off talking about uh, <laughs> one thing, and we will we will go way off course, talking about uh, everything from uh, Gilmore Girls to Star Wars stuff, lots of Star Wars talk this episode. Some uh, streaming service stuff. You know, there's a, a variety of those coming out. It seems like everybody's getting their own streaming service. So we discuss some of that. We talk about some stadium names for sports fans out there. Uh, stadium names, the what they're doing with some of the changing of the names and things like that. Uh, we discuss uh, you know, some food stuff. And uh, we'll discuss... Uh, after Kurt leaves, uh, Anthony and I uh, get into a discussion about uh, the uh, the MCU most people don't think about. Maybe with good reason. So, here we go. But I'm recording anyways, just in case. Just in case we... Just in case you say just... something worth, you know, having recorded. <laughs> nah, won't happen. Mmm, pizza. Typical uh, pizza Wednesday. A good, <clears throat> good podcast would be just a a headline podcast. We don't read any of the articles, but uh, comicbook.com. Aquaman's Jason Momoa says you've got no idea what's coming. Now you could read the article and see, you know, what he elaborates on, but it's almost more entertaining just to. Unless your tracks, tracks would know something. Goes over his head. Probably just saying that because DC probably doesn't really know what's coming either. So that is uh, probably true. Has there been any talk about you know shared universe stuff now, or do you think there? Well, apparently there's might be some Superman. You know, people are wondering if Superman showed up in Shazam at all, or a Superman. Well, they'll do Shazam, and then they'll do, uh, you know, Superman v. Shazam. And Shazam at least mentions Superman and Batman. 
Because there's that drawer in the trailer. Yeah. That... I mean, I'd love to see more like shared stuff. I just you know want to see good shared stuff. Well, you can probably see a lot of Wonder Woman and Aquaman, you know, scenes in the near future. The two things that really took off the Buddy Cat movie. Well, maybe they'll do a sequel to Justice League, like they're talking the Suicide Squad sequel, where it's just kind of a loose sequel. Although we don't don't really know how it's going to be, anyways, and it could be. It could end up being more of a direct sequel than what they've let on. When there's birds of prey. Fifteen Joker movies. Something like that. Which is weird. Like, the birds of prey thing. Because they're only using one of the actual birds of prey, right? At least from the trailer. Because I can't remember who they teased in the trailer. Yeah. It was Harley. I think now who, who else is Huntress. Surprised they're not doing Batgirl being that uh, the Batgirl movie that they were going to do got scrapped. Unless um, things with Batman being so up in the air that they just don't want to touch her as a character right now um, until they figure out Batman. Huntress is far enough removed, you know, depending on which version of Huntress they do. Not really, it shouldn't matter too much. Facebook just said, reach more people with this post, and it shows the picture of, that I posted from uh, Batman and Robin from the podcast. It's funny that you see that image and reach more people with that. Facebook never wants to boost posts that I would actually consider boosting. Yeah. They always boost stuff that's dated. You know, like, okay, this is something that we did a week ago and is has no importance now whatsoever. Or just something silly, just a picture that was shared or whatever. No, nothing that you would want to pay money to boost. So it looks like it's Harley Black Canary Huntress. Renee Montoya, which don't really get that edition. That's the person from the Princess Bride. And an ego. <laughs> no, Renee is um, his sister or something. And being that she's not the question any longer, I'm sure that they're not doing her as the question. It just says Montoya. Was that a question? That was a question, kind of. Um, and is she actually on the team? If it's if it's actually a team, um, or is she serve as more like you know the the liaison or or something? You know? Birds of prey with no bad girl or oracle. Because there, <clears throat> there was a minute where it was called the Gotham City Sirens. But that was like... And then, well, then they were just going to do like... Poison uh, Ivy. Poison Ivy, Harley. Because that uh, one transformed into Birds of Prey, right? Like, I think so. Production level. Yeah, I would, I would assume that they're not doing like a Gotham City Sirens and a Birds of Prey. Yeah, yeah. 
then there was a moment where Suicide Squad 2 was happening, when there was Harley and Joker, which I don't think is happening anymore. You know, the Walking Phoenix Joker, but then there was temporarily going to be a Jared Leto Joker, which I don't think is happening. I don't know. Jack Nicholson was going to come back for Old Man Joker. Uh, I, th- I thought it was uh, Hugh Jackman that was going to be Joker. The Joker yeah. Isn't that what he was doing? He was uh, going over to DC now. I guess that would be one way to say, no, I am in fact done with Wolverine. I'm sure his name's been thrown in the hat for Batman. Everybody else's has. Danny DeVito, I think, too. With uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger as uh, Robin. Yep. Yeah, there you go. I'd watch that. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of those things, uh, speaking of Ghostbusters, um, <laughs> Jason Reitman has had, uh, for the last couple of years, I think he's been doing script reads with big celeb names and doing classic movies. So they've done, you know, let's say it was Ghostbusters, but with Seth Rogen as, you know, Harold Ramis, you know, as Egon or something. And and they did one, Ellen Page, you know, some of the people he's worked with and stuff. I know Ellen Page has been in a couple of them. And they just take these old popular scripts and then they just get people in, you know, to play the parts. And uh, I think they did... Empire Strikes Back, where Mark Hamill, I don't know, if, I think he was the Emperor, and uh, Return of the Jedi, whatever one they did with, but they've never filmed them, they've done them for like full charity and everything, but it's like one of those things that every time you hear them, you know, the tickets sell out, it's just like, man, like, I'd love to like, it'd be awesome to see those things, and that sounds like, that would be it, Danny DeVito is Batman, Arnold is Robin, and or just a live script reading, you know? No, I want to hear Mark Hamill's Emperor. Because obviously we know it's Luke. He does a better uh, Han Solo than Harrison <laughs> Ford does. <laughs> but yeah, they've... Because uh, he was talking with... Uh, he was on Kevin Smith's podcast right before the Ghostbusters announcement. And he was talking about that again. And I'm trying to remember if he said that they record. I think, I don't know if it's just a personal recording or whatever, but... It, yeah, there's no intention of doing anything with them. Pretty sweet to just kind of do and kind of, even if it was something like here at the store. Katie actually brought up in the, on Saturday about a live uh, comic book reading of something, you know, just to kind of like a fun little event. And that would be something that would be kind of cool just to take an issue of something, even if it wasn't, you know, recorded or anything like that, just to people to play characters and. Marvel did that on their YouTube uh, every now and then on their This Weekend, or uh, Earth's Mightiest Show, I think it's called now, but they'd bring in a couple of the, like, the writers and stuff, and then pick like an old X-Men comic, and then everyone would take parts, and they would just do a, a, usually an overdramatic read of it, and just pretty entertaining just to... People giving their worst like accents for uh, characters like Nightcrawler and Colossus. Well, when we did the wedding, yeah. you know, everybody <laughs> was like, say. nobody nobody wanted to do a, a bad Russian accent, and nobody could do a good one. Yeah, yeah. If you ever need a banshee, I can do that one. <laughs> Are you just going to scream? Oh, I can do an Irish accent. Oh. <laughs> I can only do a good Irish accent if I'm talking about Lucky Charms. <clears throat> Otherwise, it just veers into a Scottish accent, and then I sound like Shrek. <laughs> it's the thing with accents though the closer they are then it's harder to do like the other one so like I can do an Irish accent but it's really hard for me to do a Scottish accent because they're too similar 
Yeah, there's a couple ac- other accents I've done too, where you start doing one accent and it turns into something else. Like you know, you're doing Steve. German, and all of a sudden you're speaking in a French accent or something. And we have a caller. Let's put him on speakerphone. <laughs> Are you a Jack's Pizza fan at all? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. cheap pizza. <clears throat> we got them. I think they're two forty eight, and they can like eliminate. I assume all Big Wiggly's probably have it, but we got a crazy eight sale going on. But been a long time since those kind of pizzas have been. They always used to be like five for ten, but those days are gone. But two forty eight for Jack's Pizza is a pretty darn good price. So. I'd have to swing out to complete. Yeah, I'm pretty sure most of them, at least the ones around here, are doing it now. Now that Trevor's got all his food out of our freezer, he can just stack it with frozen pizzas. Well, we should just get a pizza oven here, and then any night can be a pizza. Stack up on the pizzas. We do like what some bars do, and people can actually buy pizzas. There we go. And then when we don't sell enough and they're expired, then we eat those. They're frozen. <laughs> I'll bring my <laughs> bring my air fryer. We can cook up some tots. I have an air fryer now too. Yeah. Never used it. Don't know how to use it. But Trevor wasn't happy with it, so he just left it with me. Yeah, it's rather it's rather simple. It's perfect for people that don't really like. I would classify myself as. It's perfect for people who don't know how to use it. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. <laughs> One cool thing I like making in there is. Making like crescent dogs and stuff are pretty good in there. It's a cold air fryer. <laughs> yeah, I put my I get a warm pizza pizza, but I want a I want the leftover pizza feel from it. <laughs> so I put it in the cold air fryer. You leave it in too long, you get freezer burn. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, crescent dogs work. You know, obviously all French fries and things like that. And done uh, mozzarella sticks are pretty good in there. And what do you do? You just pour the stuff in and yeah, I mean, you're, go. It, it's an easy <laughs> clean. Yeah, you're not dealing with any oils or anything like that. I've got a. So my mom's got one, and then uh, she's the one that uh, got me into it, and she's part of all these air fryer groups and stuff like that online. And uh, but she'll just send me like the recipes and things like that. And when I say recipes, it's simply this at you know four fifty for twelve minutes or something, you know. She's got it all written down on a chart, so then I've got it saved on a, on a picture file, so then I can just queue it up and you're not dealing with It's just one of the most simplistic things. Let's bring it in, we'll experiment. Just bring a bunch of stuff in and see what all you can cook in an air fryer. Air fry shoe? I know I've said that joke here, I think with deep frying, uh, that was a Go My Girls reference. They were going to deep fry for one of the uh, Thanksgiving episodes, and so all the guys at One House are... In the yard, deep frying and saying deep frying a turkey. And then every time they walked past, because they were like doing like three or four different Thanksgivings, so they, like they kept walking past those neighbors. And uh, they're all like partying and like throwing things into this deep fryer. And they're like, what's that? They're like, deep fry a shoe, deep fry a shoe. I've started seeing a couple episodes of that. Yeah. The last few times I've been at Emily's, she's, her and Sydney have been watching it. It's seriously and like one of my. It's one of the best written shows. And I figured out why you like it. And I don't know if you know why you like it. The The dialogue, if you don't watch it, it sounds exactly like Clerks. 
the way it's like very quippy very yeah qui- oh yeah i mean the- it's super fast and it's like did kevin smith write this <laughs> like yeah i mean that's it is simply a dialogue based show the way they just and i don't know if you've made that connection like yeah not not as not i mean a, a fast-pacedness but not really connecting to like a but I mean, it's simply a, like a play, like you're watching a play because everyone's just, their deliveries are just very spot on and very quick and you don't have a lot of, you know, pauses and people delivering these very emotional moments in a very, you know, fragile way. They're just beat after beat. They got a good joke in there. And... There's no William Shatner pauses. Gilmore, girls, deep fried a shoe. Yeah, I saw the episode where where Kirk like finds out they have termites. <laughs> and his whole like, I don't want to go in the house. <laughs> Funny because that was going to be my question: is did you see any Kirk specific? Yeah. I mean, he's in almost all of them, but he's he has a whole season where uh, he gets a girlfriend. Kirk gets a girlfriend, and throughout the episodes and maybe throughout like half a season, he's very vocal to let everybody know so so you'll be in the diner and he's just like yeah my girlfriend really likes and like so everyone's kind of suspicious and everything he does have a girlfriend but he's just very proud and he's very make sure everybody knows and of course never having watched this no idea that there's a character called kirk so we were just mentioning william shatner and then you're like (laughs) i saw the one with the kirk and the i'm like wait he's in it see i didn't even connect that so Sean, no, Gunn. Sean Gunn plays him though. Right. So. <laughs> Different space guy. All right. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't even make that connection. <coughs> There's <It's>, termites <laughs> in my apartment. <laughs> Do you see the Gilmore Girl one with the uh, with the Gorn and Spock's in there and stuff too? You mean Leonard Nimoy or Spock? Spock. <laughs> he has a whole book entitled I Am Not Spock. But then he has a whole follow-up book that says I Am Spock. I haven't read the first one, but I listened to the audio book of the second one. So, um, yeah, I was on a, going to a con for something a couple years back, and Carolyn, I got the, the Beatles thing and some stuff here. Uh, she lent me her iPod, because so she's like, oh, I'll lend you the audio book. And I'm thinking, are you going to send me the file? Like, I didn't know what, and then she just gave me her iPod, and I'm like, I guess like I, I'm having your iPod for the weekend. But then on the drive to Chicago, I just listened to Leonard Nimoy's, which was I Am Spock. Then. Does he read it? He does, yeah. Because right. that'd it, be weird. <laughs> it, was, it was really good. It was uh, it was like right after he had passed because we were talking about it. And then I just did a Star Wars on that one where I just read the second book and then I didn't read the first one yet. So I listened. Uh, Tammy Ethan just watched... Uh episode one of star wars and um they they said they were like you know it was actually good except for jar jar banks and then they tried to convince me that i should rewatch it you know because it's been you know so long since i've watched it and uh and, and that it's good now or something but it's not that bad besides jar jar banks but he's in the whole movie like <laughs> he just makes appearances in the second the next two so it's yeah second one yeah he just has just like a one scene of dialogue, and then third one, you see him for like a second and a half. When yeah, when they come off of right in the beginning there, and he's just in the background, and then he has one line. He says something to Anakin, I think. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Although I will take that Anakin over the one in episodes two and three. I won't. Don't. 
I'm not saying he's a great Anakin. I'm just saying I'll take him over two and three. If you see the thing talking about how Aiden crit, like those were actual acting choices to act bad, to like overact. No. Because Mark Hamill does. <laughs> That's not really. That wasn't overacting, though. That was underacting. Mark Hamill? No. Oh, I guess it's not like. I guess I used the wrong. It's more like everybody was like, Anakin's such a whiner. Why is he such a whiner? Well, if you watch episodes four, five, and six, well, four and five, Luke is a whiner too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going to do pressure to you get power converters. Well, I'm just not a bad pilot myself. Come on, we don't need this guy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah he, Obi-Wan just gives him more money. <laughs> Wasn't it like, I forget what it was like, whatever the, whatever the numbers were. But so, like, even double-checked. Well, because he splits it then, though. Because they were going to pay him the other half once they got to Alderaan. So uh, I'm figuring Leo was going to pay him, not, <laughs> yeah. not Obi-Wan. Well, Obi-Wan probably didn't have the money. Yeah, he was just assuming. <laughs> or he knew that Alderaan was going to blow up. And he's just a jerk and didn't warn anybody. <laughs> On the off chance that we actually survive this, <laughs> I know a princess. A <laughs> hundred million which is, space bucks by tomorrow? Which um, Luke just assumes that this princess is rich, you know, beyond Han's wildest imagination. Like, yeah, she's a princess of a planet that just got blown up. <laughs> and I've, I've never understood why she's a princess. He's not King Bale Organa. He's well, Senator Bail Organa. And Queen Amidala wasn't even the queen anymore, because it's, like it's like being a president. There's a term. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Cause they, have they explained that at all? What the princess thing? Yeah. I didn't uh, read all of that book yet, because I bought that. So I wonder if it's, there's something in there at all. But I could just tweet at Star Raptor, and he'd have the answer in a second. They were just... Seeing the future, and they just wanted Leia to be a Disney princess. Well, well, and the other thing is, even if it had any connection to Queen Amidala, nobody knew that that was her mom. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's why I, you know, until the the prequels, you just assume. Well, yeah, because he's he shows up in Attack of the Clones, right? That's the first time you see Bale. Oh yeah. Yeah. That you know he was a king, but he wasn't. He was just a senator. And you start to think, well... Maybe they named him King, like, you know, after the Empire came and... Like the King of Rock and Roll? <laughs> like the King died, and then he was just next in line. King and, like, 50 other people died, so then, like, all right, who else has power around here? You're a senator. Okay, you're King. <laughs> king Senator. I didn't think we were going to talk about politics on here, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's completely political now. Who knew? Maybe she just chose her own title. Maybe that's a thing there. They could just, you know what? I'm a princess. Oh, and she's a senator, isn't she? Isn't she? Or is she just going to talk to the Senate? She says something about that in episode four. She's an well, ambassador. maybe she, maybe she was a princess senator, like a junior senator. Maybe, maybe the princess thing was just like a nickname, like you know, hey princess. Yeah, like like your dad's always like, hey princess, come here, you know. I was daddy's little princess, that kind of thing, and it just stuck. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> I mean, C three PO is a god to the Ewoks. I mean, why can't she just be a fake princess? I'd watch a whole movie that was just C three PO and Han Solo stuck in a. I thought you were gonna say just C three PO as a god. <laughs> that too. 
We should do a sequel to the Star Wars Holiday Special, and we'll just get no. We'll just get twenty minutes of Ewoks <laughs> not saying anything. Oh, <laughs> nope. yeah, because it because at least you know there would be something resembling some sort of words like they're trying. <laughs> <laughs> no, no more holiday specials. Yeah, I'm on board with Ewoks, so it's like the holiday special but shorter. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. Yeah, maybe next. Well, at least the Ewoks won. The Wookiees lost their fight. Too busy watching those VR <laughs> pornos or whatever they were watching. <laughs> They're watching Starship Jefferson. <laughs> or Jefferson Starship. Well, there was that, that weird... Uh, whatever they were called at that yeah. point. Maybe it was just Starship. I know it was past... They like had like a, ten names. All variations. They just sort of connected. I think Jefferson Starship is the one there. Yeah, there was some other, like, you know, the ballerina dancer thing, right? That was... Yeah. It was like the... Uh, yeah, that, that's the one where she was, like, sweet-talking the old guy, Wookiee. You like that? Huh? <laughs> yeah, it's weird that Wookiees and Ewoks are pretty similar. Wookiees are twice the size, yet they can't beat the Empire. They should have used more logs. <laughs> well, it's because everyone underestimates the Wookiees. Or the uh, the Ewoks, like uh, they're just little teddy bears. They got a Saturday morning cartoon. <laughs> Next thing you know, log upside the head, you're dead. <laughs> yeah, well, they were big logs. I mean, you know, you'd think they were cut from like a redwood forest or something, <laughs> but they definitely weren't. No, Endor, the planet moon of Endor. No, or was it or the forest moon of Endor? Was it? Was Endor the moon, or was it actually the forest moon of Endor, which is a planet? Forest moon of Endor. Which one was it? You know? Was, it? Oh, it was, 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 like was the moon, moon actually Endor? Because I, cause it gets referred to the forest moon of Endor. Does that mean... Are they saying the forest moon of Endor is the... That, that is the name of it is... Wikipedia? Yep. That, or... Or or it was Endor the planet, and it was the moon of the planet. I always took it as the moon of the planet. Because everybody says Endor. They were on Endor. Were they on Endor, or were they just on yeah. an unnamed forest moon of Endor? Or maybe it was actually Offender, because it offended so many people, you know. Because back then, people are watching that, and they're like, What? All these teddy bears? Ah, you ruined my childhood. Teddy bears, then. Speaking of offenders... Endor... Also known as the forest moon of Endor, or the sanctuary moon, was a small forested moon that orbited the outer rim planet of the same name. Yeah, I think it just didn't have a name, and they, you know, so many people have called it Endor mistakenly. So they have an but Arctic moon, a forest moon, a summer moon, a full moon. A full moon, yeah. <laughs> Arctic the moon. But it was a kid's movie, they couldn't show the full moon. Speaking of offenders, you know, said earlier, we're getting the offenders... Hulu animated series. Did you read all that? All that news? No, no. That I haven't seen. <clears throat> so Hulu with Marvel Television, Jeff Loeb, uh, you know, same same family of what Jeff Loeb's been, his name all over Marvel TV. They're doing a Howard the Duck animated series. Actually, okay, I did see something briefly on that. Didn't have a chance to read the article. So <laughs> Kevin Smith is uh, writing and running that one. Uh, it's a project that he had actually been uh, teasing for about a year, saying he's working on the biggest IP he's ever worked with, and you know he's said 
we'll find out someday whether or not he's still attached to it. We'll find out, but he you know couldn't say anything, and then and then yeah, and after about a year of him just kind of silently talking, and I kept thinking, I thought it was going to be like the Hit Girl Netflix series or something like the way not only with his comic but just his relationship with Mark Miller has always been pretty tight, and and it just. It just felt like that's what it was going to be, and then all of a sudden they dropped the Howard the Duck news. So, Howard the Duck series animated that uh, Tigra and Dazzler together is an animated series. Another one is Hit Monkey, uh, so I got pretty pumped up about that one. And then the other one was Modok, and all four of those are going to happen, much like the Netflix Defender series, and they're all going to team up in the Offenders. <laughs> of course, they are. There was a good comment I saw where it said, the fact that there's a Howard the Duck animated series in that news article, but that's not the weirdest show that they just announced. Like, that's not the weird one out of the bunch. <laughs> no, yeah, that's the one that you would actually kind of expect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, didn't, I don't know if anybody was expecting MODOK and Hitmonkey, man. I was, all, all of them, I wasn't ready for any of those, but I want to see them all. So it's a classic phrase, you know, it's, it's all the things I never knew I wanted. So. And it's on Hulu, so I already paid. Is Hulu one of them that you only pay for? That one I get you just year-round. That's my only other source for like the cable shows, like network or whatever. To... Not like you drop it, you wait until you get emails saying that they'll give you it for free for yeah. a month, and then you watch everything that you haven't been watching in that month. Yeah, so that's where I get my ABCs, my my uh, my Foxes, my NBCs, all those kind of shows. Even though I could probably get all those through their individual like free apps or something like CBS has that, where you don't have to log in or anything, so you can watch like The Big Bang Theory uh, the next day without any any subscription or anything. But I don't feel like going to six different apps for my for six shows. Well, it's bound to happen, and it's going to get worse. You know, because when the solution to problems with cable was to get rid of cable and just get subscriptions to Hulu and Netflix and things like that, you know, it was only a matter of time before people caught on and went, well, we're not making money over here anymore, so, you know, these streaming services are making the money now. We'll just have our own streaming service. But of course, then that catches on, and everybody's got their own streaming service. Well, now you're paying, you know, probably more in streaming service fees if, well, you're, if you're getting everything. Then uh, you'd still be paying less if you only got what you wanted, because each of the like channel ones are only like five bucks. It's like the big ones, like Netflix and Hulu and Disney and DC that are like. But if you get, I guess, like the the CBS one or whatever, I think is only like five bucks or something like yeah, that. that one's- so, because you're cutting out the middleman, you're not going through cable companies. You're going directly to CBS. If you got Hulu, you have the option of adding HBO on through that package rather than having a separate. Yeah. So. Because that would be the only other big one. So yeah, you're like cutting out. You know, you're giving your money directly to the station rather than giving your money to, you know, Spectrum, who then gives it to. Of course, when you have as much free time on your hands as I do. Even having two of them, never get to watch anything. That's how it was with whenever I'd watch like the Marvel Netflix thing in a day or two, 
and then I would have 30 days of Netflix that I completely forget that I have. And then also I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot I have that app for, you know, a month, so that's when I just did it. <clears throat> so usually, if you sign up, you can just literally cancel, like, right away, so then it goes through the full month anyways, but then you don't forget that you had to cancel or anything, so. <clears throat> it seems like lately, you know, me binge-watching something is like two episodes back-to-back. I'm going to see if I get one. Yeah, I forgot who was saying it, but I was... I didn't hear about it myself, but that the DC one that that they were doing something with the uh, subscription that you weren't able to, or that they were the shows were they were going to take them off or something like temporarily, like if somebody were to do that. I fr- I was sitting right here. And I yeah, I I do recall that because uh, <clears throat> we were talking. Was, I think specifically we were talking about Titans. I think. And now I'm trying to remember who said it too. Like, they would be taking them off so that you couldn't just wait until all the other stuff comes out that you'd want to watch and then watch it all together. You know, just get it for a month, watch everything at once, and then get rid of it. I figured that's what I would do for like Doom Patrol and then, but like Swamp Thing, I'm thinking, like, well, do I want to wait, you know, two and a half months or whatever to for all the Swamp Things and then. Somebody I had never read that myself, but somebody brought. Yeah, now I'm trying to remember. Who it was, <clears throat> was in the hot seat over there? Said it. Jacob maybe. Well, that's what I thought initially, but then it doesn't seem right. He would have been at a birthday party, so he wouldn't have said that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is this recording? Always at the birthday parties. That's okay. He's not going to listen to this for like another six months. There we go. <laughs> but that's his own problem because we're going to take those these episodes off. So yes, in six them. months, these these will be gone. Yeah, actually, well, and that's the problem uh, with uh, with doing the, the comic club podcast. If you, him being behind, because we don't have a bunch of, of those. Up. How, how how many are up right now? Anywhere between ten and twelve, usually at any given time. So, so he's got a little bit of time, but yeah, it's like you can't get too far behind. Like I said, too, the way I kind of play spoiler cop on the non-spoilers, you know, that I'll, you know, we'll say stuff, but then I'll go back and, you know, cut a couple things out if I feel that maybe it went too far, you know, and so there's really shouldn't be any fear unless you just... You don't have that problem with me. Especially (laughs) with that last one. No, I've honestly never cut anything else. Any, Any spoiler discussion that you said, so... <clears throat> well, no, because I, I always struggle to to do non-spoiler discussions, just because I I'll be sitting there thinking about what to say, and then I'm like, is that a spoiler? Somebody might consider that a spoiler, so then I'm hesitant to say it, and before I know it, all I'm saying is, yeah, some stuff happens, and then these people show up, and some more stuff happens. So sometimes I find it difficult to give a non-spoiler discussion of of any of the the books that we read, just because that maybe non spoilers. I don't know. I should just uh, talk about things that have been out for a couple of weeks on the talk. That's why in that old man quill book, I uh, I lied. You know, I threw in some lies in there, and then I said that outright, being like, yeah, well, maybe some of that doesn't happen because yeah, I at lied. least you said that. Because then if you wouldn't have said that, and somebody would have read it, then I'm like, no, oh, he said this was going to happen. See, that didn't happen. And that's what I was thinking, like, because since I read that book. I that's I was already prepping like 
Because if I would have listed certain things that I was going to say, I'm like, well, then people are going to know about this if I omit something. And then I'm just like, well, I'm just going to say it as if it was there and then let people know that I may have lied about some stuff. I didn't find anything on the DCF. Yeah, because I thought that would be weird that they would take, you know. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, especially if, you know, people are their service you, know, you could see that for somebody else you know if those things were on netflix like with the international thing or something that maybe maybe after some time or something that, but. <clears throat> and at the same time i was researching more star wars stuff i mean it seems like it's a normal thing for the moons to be named after planets yavin four is the fourth moon of yavin yeah, well but they at least they put a number on it <laughs> I call this one the forest moon. Like I said, yeah, it's, it turns out it's not the forest moon. People have been screwing that up. It's actually the fourth moon. <laughs> the fourth moon of Endor. Oh, man, I feel like such an idiot. I've gotten it wrong for years. Or is it like Greenland and Iceland where like Hoth and Endor are just like the opposite? Yeah. yeah. Hoth is a planet. Ice planet. Hoth. That also has a moon <laughs> named Hoth. Probably. Which is not icy. Which, which is actually very warm. Keep it in space. Ice planet and firefly lingo is the like dessert treat that they eat where rivers got it like on a fishing pole stick basically and they're trying to eat like a, like a snow cone on a stick or a snow cone on a string. On a string with a hook. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, those are, I'm pretty sure those were called ice planets. Which just, and all the suns are they, named the same too. Hoth. Sun is Hoth. Endor. Sun now, is Endor. Suns are Endor 1 what, what and Endor 2. What about Tatooine? <laughs> yeah, it's got two suns. What do they call them? I think they, those have different names. Call them Harold and Kumar. <laughs> <laughs> They're just the twins. Tag and Bick, I probably should have said. Keep it in the family. That's no moon. Actually, no. It is a moon. <laughs> the fourth moon. Of, it's the fourth moon of Death Star. <laughs> Is it a star or is it a yeah, Death Star too? That's another moon. <laughs> that's another not a moon. Like <coughs> that's no planet. So the sons of Tatooine are Tattoo One and Tattoo Two. <laughs> Tattoo Two. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> Tatooine, Tattoo One, Tattoo Two. <laughs> They're not very original. R two go to Tattoo. R two get a tattoo. Yep. On Tatooine two two two. It's too many twos. Maybe uh maybe George Lucas was just limited on the amount of planet names that he could have. I mean he he'd only had so many pets as a child, you know. <laughs> I gotta come up with a new name for a character. I better go buy a cat. <laughs> maybe I'll get this hamster. Maybe one of those things like, you know, how you can actually like donate money or whatever and they'll name a star after you. They, they can just do that, like donate so much money and they'll name a, a planet or a moon or something in the Star Wars galaxy. Maybe even the whole galaxy. That actually, they probably make a, a killing on that if they did that. This month, we will not refer to it as the Star Wars Galaxy. It would be called the Joe Schmidt... Tribbiani? Sure. 
Whoa. Wait, that's a different joke. <clears throat> Stadiums in the sports world. Whoever sponsors the most number gets the name on it. Which is horrible. You get some really bad sounding stadiums and stuff out there, which I would probably be able to name if I knew anything about sports. <laughs> That'd be great, though. If I was rich, I could pay for a stadium somewhere and just like make them name it like the I Hate Football Stadium. <laughs> That's what it's gotta be. We're here at the I Hate Football Stadium. <clears throat> I hate that like companies are all getting to name the the fields now. Now shouldn't they all be named after like you know some great player of that game or or ones that make sense like Miller Park for the Brewers is now going to be AmFam Field. Yeah, I think it's always going to be Miller Park. <laughs> Who's going to call it that? You know? <laughs> that is true. That's happening? Yeah, yeah. They're American the Family won the bidding war for the naming rights. Because Miller only had them for like a certain amount of time. Yeah, I guarantee you every person that goes there is never going to say that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's, it's just going to be Miller Park, Miller Stadium. Because that's what it is. They like rent the naming rights now for yeah. a certain amount of time. Let's just go back to County City. Well, I, I think it was Miller had it to begin with, but at least the name... Well, yeah, and that know, made sense, so. But yeah, you know... But you get, yeah, like American hope, Family Insurance. Hopefully some of these, like, iconic stadiums and fields will, like, just stick around then, if that's how it's going to go. Like, if they build a new field in Chicago, like, you can't rename it, like, Wrigley 2, because some company's going to be like, well, give you... Not, $30 billion. Not, dollars. not unless the gum company you know, there is like <laughs> forking over some cash to keep that name on there. Yeah. You get Capital One and all of a sudden it's like, what's in your wallet, Field? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Can you hear me now, Field? But yeah, Miller made sense. The Brewers. Yeah. No, it was after Frank Miller. No. Oh, okay. That's why I kept going. <laughs> Did have a couple strong years of going to Brewer games, but. Truth goes for the helmet prize. So each year they kept raising them, and then I just gave up one year. So started making them at home. So like they were raising the prize. They were raising the price of fries. Uh, raising the price. <laughs> okay, made them at home in the air fryer. Uh, air fryers, I don't think existed. Or at least not <laughs> for the home. Now I could. I did make something. <clears throat> Actually, yeah. Something that I made fairly recently when I, uh, when I was on that Taco Bell kick for that, uh, whatever that's called, uh, nacho fry bowl or nacho grande fry. But yeah, so those fries are whipped up. The damn fam bowl. <laughs> well, I went to Taco Bell like twice. <laughs> yeah, not, not, not well, restaurants will be getting sponsors and you got to name the dish, whatever. Like, yeah, I'll take it. You a... see that ridiculous commercial for nacho fries with Cyclops in it? Like, like the, the actor Scott. Oh, I like from X Men, like actual Cyclops. Like James Marsden. Yeah, James Marsden. James Marsters. No, not that one. I didn't know he was in a Taco Bell commercial. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> is it meant to be ridiculous? Yes. It okay. Is, yeah, it's it's like a fake movie trailer 
where James Marsden is an astronaut going to space to find the nacho fries because they've disappeared. <laughs> yeah, it's for like a fake movie called Retrieval or something. Is well, in that case, films just get worse and worse. X-Men, X-Men 2, X-Men 3, Superman Returns, Taco Bell commercial. <laughs> like I said, isn't he on Westworld, though? I think he's on Westworld, right? Yeah, yeah I think he is. At least he was. I don't know. The only thing I've seen about that show is the the commercial with Marky Mark in it. We're talking about like watching TV anywhere, like on your devices. And there's a scene where he's in a bar and James Marsden walks in with all, all these arrows in him, and he's like, "Can I stop dying now?" That's all I. So I apparently he dies a lot, or because it might be part of their like. Simulation or something. Seen the first episode, so yeah, I, I'm, vague, I'm vaguely familiar with it because so, they're a bunch of robots and they go through these wild west scenarios. It's, it's a place that people can go and experience, yeah, you know, these adventures and stuff like that. So yeah, I guess uh, maybe he gets killed regularly and just brought back. Brought back in the Taco Bell commercial. Kind of want to talk about right now. <laughs> We're going to switch over from uh, Pizza no. Wednesdays to Taco Bell Wednesdays. Oh, you guys can do that on Tuesday. Ta- Tuesday Taco oh. Tuesday. We're, well, I guess we've got to be open on Tuesdays now. <laughs> Keep the store closed, but come here to eat tacos. <laughs> Not actually open. Anthony, uh, Anthony and I are just eating tacos inside. You can't buy anything unless you want some tacos. <laughs> Customers are allowed in only if they're buying and bringing tacos. A taco hotspot. I think more of our customers should, should bring tacos. <laughs> to share. <laughs> Just like randomly. Yeah. You can add that, you know, save uh, 50 cents off your order for every taco you donate, but you have to bring the minimum three tacos. Good deal, right? How much are tacos at Taco Bell, though? I don't know. We're, we're not going to be specific enough. People will be walking in with half melted Choco tacos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I forget. What the, I don't know what the prices are because they were always what sixty nine or seventy nine for the majority of the time. But I don't know. I just remember when Taco Bell was the place that you, you know, went to eat when you had no money, and now I go to Taco Bell and I'm like, how did I spend that much? <laughs> it's almost like going to the bar. <laughs> I thought I had more money than that. Yeah, I would say like once the prices went up, going there, I'd mostly get. Bigger, unique items rather than just a bunch of small tacos because then I'll just make tacos at home and like, I'll get, you know, beef potato burrito or something in a natural fry, Bell Grande, Cyclops, Nam <laughs> Bam Bowl, and, you know, <laughs> and a couple, you know, a nice cold Westbury beverage. Didn't they, they were talking about that in uh, mm-hmm. Jurassic World, but like, Companies naming the the dinosaurs. Oh yeah, <laughs> kind of funny how the uh, Miller Park news you know, happened not long after that. All of a sudden, this big corn syrup controversy with Miller, where everybody's talking about it being made with corn syrup. Right. Maybe they were having the same discussion. They're like, you know, everybody's just going to keep calling it Miller Park. We gotta we gotta really tar- tarnish that name somehow. <laughs> I don't know. Let's leak that they use corn syrup in their beer. Well, wasn't it? They, they said something like, uh, they don't actually use corn syrup in their beer. They use corn syrup in the process of making their beer. Like that. But I don't, I don't know how to feel. 
no idea. But I guess that does make a difference, you know, how you, how you say that. Especially when it comes to bottling, they use glass in the making <laughs> of it, too. But you wouldn't want people reporting that they have glass in their beer. <laughs> I heard glass in my beer, but I just kept thinking glass beard. It's almost got a nice glass beard. You just write that down, Gene Guy? Yep. Software. I I prefer beer in my glass. Captain Glassboard. Oh, he's a captain now. Yeah, you got a promotion. <laughs> captain Princess Glassbeard. The fourth. Captain Moon. Deadpool. No, you're right, just Deadpool. <laughs> what was the one that that Weasel suggests like Hello? Hello. Hey, Jeff? Yeah, nothing much, just Got done with coaching first and second graders. So. Oh, there you go. That's always fun. What are you coaching in? Uh, basketball. They were really hyper today. So, everybody line up. Ah! Yeah, <laughs> that whole thing. Mr. Never Die. That's the that's the one I was thinking of. Uh, when they're throwing out names for Deadpool. I think I'm going to get out of here. Make a tree. Get out of here before you say something like, I hate sports. And then a guy walks in and says, I just got done coaching basketball. <laughs> Is that what you guys are talking about? <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Perfect. Hey, I'll be back tomorrow for a little. And Friday for a little. To pack everything up. Um, I was actually considering even helping box something. Box a little bit. Oh, box some things up, not you know, boxing. But oh, boxing. <laughs> running a fight club back there? What's going he on? He seems a little fragile, but uh, and now a couple rounds of boxing. <laughs> Yeah, seen, you have you seen Fight Club? <laughs> Edward Norton was kind of fragile in the beginning, too. And hey, he got you better. make him angry, you just scream. <laughs> hey, we're not supposed to talk about it. <laughs> uh, isn't, like, Mark Miller, isn't he doing something with uh, Netflix? Or well, or he's got a huge Netflix deal yeah. where, like... like they have all of it, so I'm yeah. hoping, I think a good guy show would be awesome. Yeah, I think that I think it's yeah, going to be... Or uh, a big girl show would be cool. Like, yeah, because there was a... There's time where Kevin Smith for the last year had been talking about something that he's been working on and said he couldn't reveal what it was. I kept thinking it was going to be Marvel, right? Or was it? Well, it ended up being the Howard the Duck show they just announced oh. yesterday, which I'm all in for that. Um, but I kept thinking, like, oh, I have a feeling it's probably going to be a Hit Girl Netflix awesome, show, and, and not that just really because cool. he was writing that, but he's always had a good relationship mm-hmm. with Mark Miller and stuff. I know Watchmen's doing that show on HBO. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry for that. But yeah, with Miller's stuff, like almost everything that's like advertised in the back of his book is in development, like the Magic Order, uh, last issue of the first arc oh, just came out. About that. Um, the Magic Order, uh, next week is Sharky the Bounty Hunter, the brand new thing that he's doing. All of these things that he's doing at Netflix that are going to be movies and shows. Um, oh yeah, this is still on the way. Well, and it's it's funny because you see all this stuff like you know coming out from him that'll yeah. be like soon to be on Netflix, you know. Right. And so you start wondering, okay, does he like how much say in what he's putting out now right. does Netflix have because of their deal? Since everything seems like it's going directly into development for. Some sort of show. Right. Well, now that all those Marvel shows are gone, you know, that's probably what they're gearing up for because of that whole... Mark, they have some Marvel Netflix-type style now. They're yeah. coming out with like a new app or well, the yeah. Disney, something. 
Yeah, they're It'll be on the Disney. The Disney. So they're probably going to take those. Because Disney Plus, what's currently happening, they're doing a Vision and Scarlet Witch show, and it's all MCU actors and everything. Mm-hmm. And that's happening, and then they're teasing a Bucky and Falcon team-up show that hasn't oh, been. Wow. They tease the Rocket and Groot thing. Those are all just kind of on rumor basis, but okay. uh, but the Vision and Scarlet mm-hmm. Witch is definitely happening there. I'm excited for Invincible too for Amazon. Oh yeah, that's the animated series. Yeah, that'd right? be good. And then they got Steven Yeun. I know just is that the guy that played J. Jonah Jameson. Oh, uh, J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Yeah, Stephen Yoon from, uh, from The Walking Dead. Uh, uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Glenn. Yeah. Yeah. Then going back to, you said about superheroes and Netflix, because uh, he just announced the cast for the Jupiter's Legacy television show, hmm. which is all, you know, a superhero thing that Mark Miller co-created. Okay. Okay. And they just announced a pretty stunning cast for that, and the guy that's running that show is the guy that did Daredevil season one. Oh, nice. So, like, okay. when you're talking about, you know, losing Marvel shows, like, right. they're cool. definitely in the right See, market. I, I watched uh, season one and two. I was going to watch, watch season three, but then they canceled it, and I was like, well, should I? Is there going to be an ending? Am I going to be disappointed? And people are like, yeah, I still watch it. Yeah, I still watch it. Yeah. I've got to watch three yet, too, yet. Yeah. Yeah, you'll be disappointed that there's not going to be four, Yeah. but it's worth watching three. I guess I'll go with this. So he said uh, Spider-Gwen should come in next week Wednesday then? Yeah, or go Kurt Spider- was looking at it. Because I want to say Spider-Gwen. Yeah, get with it. Yeah. So who's in the podcast? I don't know who's... Uh, technically, you could be right now. <laughs> oh, is it Oh, on? which podcaster? Oh. <laughs> we're, we're actually doing a second podcast now, which is uh, uh, really just a lot of the conversations that we sit around here having, particularly on Wednesdays, you know, grab some pizza and just okay. That's cool. hang out and whatever, and then some of the Saturday stuff, but um, That's cool. but the club podcast, it typically be me, Anthony, um, and then uh, normal customers be Dr. Kurt's dad, <laughs> uh, Kurt's dad, who we just recently found out that he has a doctorate, so now he's Dr. Kurt's dad. <laughs> um, Jim, another customer. Katie, who's another customer. Rodney. Rodney, who's been pretty consistent for less. You know, once he started, he's... Eric throws himself in and coinciding D&Ds when they work out. Yeah. But yeah, for the core group, usually uh, me, David, and uh, Jim, at least, for the three that seem to... Yes, I listened to the uh, first half of the last one. Driving to work and pretty cool. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, and uh, we were just talking about you know I'll try to pull these spoilers in the non-spoiler section because you know some people will talk oh, a little yeah. further because you know everyone right. has their own definition. But since I edited it, then I'm I make the final cut and say all right, I'm gonna delete that little oh, yeah. clip or something, but. Because they usually try to mix something that um sure try to keep it as uh, inviting as possible and yeah yeah I'm gonna I'll be watching like YouTube videos and it's like at eight thirty asked my wife what do you want to watch she was like anything other than comics I'm like <laughs> okay so I'm watching like stuff to catch up 
And he was like, you mean like divorce court? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Thought about it. No. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Take it easy. couple hours ago, my brother Adam sent me a text says, I bought art from this guy. He does good work. Probably sell you a print for $35 or so. And then I sat there just waiting for like a picture to come in a second text or something. Nothing came. And then finally, a couple hours later, I'm just like, were you meaning to send a pic? He's like, yep, I did. And then I'm like, I didn't get it. He's like, I'll send it again. Like, did you get it? I'm like, no. <laughs> He's like, all right, I'm going to email it. So. I have no idea what. To your email? Yes. Oh, I got an email with no subject, but I do have a picture downloading. Oh, nice. I had no idea what it was going to end up being because he's not a a comics guy per se or anything. He knows, obviously, I I like a comic book or two every now and then. So it's just like, I fancy myself a comic here and there. (laughs) So I was kind of curious, but oh, well, he actually does know what uh, some of the other interests do. So, like, oh, all right, that's a it's a favorite of mine. The movie's pretty awesome. So. Well, that's good. I thought maybe he was going to sell you like a random print for thirty five bucks. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, I think they've at least talked about it in the past. I don't know if it would ever happen to to do you know a professional sequel and having Matilda. I assume you've seen it. Yeah. Um. Ever, you know, still kicking ass and stuff. You ever see Leon the Professional? There's two versions. That's like the UK version, but like the full version, it'd be like the director's cut, basically. No. So I remember when I actually just told the story to Kurt not too long ago, that uh, like last week or two, how we're talking about Star Wars movies and to bring it back to episode one, because I said I had never seen episode one in the theater. I would later eventually see it in the 3D really really hold on re-release which was going to be each of the six Star Wars one a year in 3D so they released episode 1 and then 2 months later Disney bought Star Wars and then all the others were scrapped and uh not that they did episode 1 and it was such such a bad turn off they're like oh, I guess we can't do that anymore. You no, know, my screening was packed so um but yeah so Back when, for some reason, I didn't see episode one in theater. I always grew up a Star Wars fan, and I kind of figured out, like, time-wise, I was really getting back into wrestling, so I don't know if, like, I just didn't care or something, but but it came out, came out on video. My mom got the VHS copy of it and just came home with it one day. She's like, oh, here, a new Star Wars is on VHS. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Kind of set it off to the side and figured, you know, I'll watch it eventually. And that night, laid down on the... On the couch, put it on, just whatever, just, just going to watch it. And then, like, Natalie Portman showed up on the screen, and then I found myself kind of, like, sitting up in the chair, you know, rather than laying down and paying attention and being like, oh, who's this? And never knew who she was or anything like that. And So watched episode one, loved it. And uh, and then I started searching, like, what other movies Natalie Portman is in. And then I started, like, collecting and watching them. And then, like, eventually the... Um, where the hardest came up, the her Walmart baby movie, mm, okay, yeah. which I Seen watched. That. I watched that three times in twenty four hour period when I got it. So I literally went to Walmart to get the movie that was the lady who has the Walmart baby. You should have watched it in Walmart. I should have yeah. overnight. <laughs> <laughs> took an alarm out of the you know the off the shelf and took a tent from the 
outdoors camping section. Um, so I just like started going through her whole catalog and stuff, and then like, okay, what was her first movie? And then I saw Professional on the list and bought Professional, loved it, and then I started seeing Leon the Professional like on her IMDb or something, and just like some sort of like spinoff or a short film that inspired the film or something. But then, yeah, it turned out to be like the UK version, which was a longer cut and maybe got an extra half hour or so. But it's been a while since I've watched it, so at, off the top of my head, I can't say like, oh, it has this scene that's... You know, I can't even say for sure. I feel like maybe I've heard that title, but kind of uh, thought it was like an alternate title. Because some movies will do that where they're known by one title. Yeah. and you like, know. like overseas, Avengers was Avengers Assemble. That's what it was called, like internationally. So then there was a lot of people before the Endgame trailer came out. Or, yeah, people were thinking like, oh, would it be Avengers Assemble? Because we're all waiting for Cap to shout that line. And then they're like, well, what would it be called? Would it just be called Avengers? Avengers Assemble Assemble. <laughs> assemble and then just a two, like a higher two. They they use that for all of their stuff then, or do they just stick with the, uh, the other names? Like, was it... Uh... Yeah. Avengers Assemble Age of Ultron. Or <laughs> it's a very good question, actually. Like I don't know. Avengers Assemble Endgame. But I remember <laughs> <laughs> they assemble the Endgame. But yeah, I remember that being uh, just when that movie was coming out, just being like, wait, why is like some people calling it Avengers Assemble? I'm like, it's not what the movie's called. And then, but yeah, I never did think about that for other you know future movies but well, cause, yeah they they had to call it something different because they didn't want people to get confused with the avengers was what i've heard yeah, anyways yeah. i don't I, I don't know if that was actually it or not but what i had heard is uh they they thought that people would get confused because they give they give their audiences so much credit it's funny earlier me and kurt were talking about uh, nick fury we're talking about um david hasselhoff nick Nick Fury, yeah, because he was reading uh, his ROM comics right now for that crossover thing, and his friend is a huge Sam Jackson Nick Fury fan, and then so he showed her like, oh, here's Nick Fury in this comic book, and then she's just like, what? Like this, and then said, oh yeah, they made a movie and showed the David Hasselhoff poster or something, and she thought it was fake and like, like that's not real. It's like, oh no, it's, yeah, it is. It's a it movie. Is real. <laughs> Have you seen the David Hasselhoff? I haven't. One? So then, I also haven't. I I feel like I saw part of it, but um, we should have a Marvel but, movie marathon here with Nick Fury, the Fantastic Four from the nineties, Captain America with his rubber ears. I've got that on Blu-ray, so yeah. we're good there. Which which I didn't think that that was a bad movie for what it was, yeah, you yeah. know, the time that it was done and everything. Um, It'd be cool to build it as you know. To lead up to Endgame, just build it <laughs> as a Marvel Avengers movie marathon at the Crimson Call and just bring all of the 70s that seventies. That, that would be great. That would be great. Um, like, oh, I thought we were going to be watching like Guardians and uh, Doctor Strange and Black Panther. Well, we could watch Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah. There, there was a, a Doctor Strange like in the seventies <laughs> that was done. So um, Howard the Duck, we got to throw Howard into that. That movie marathon. Well, that's that's probably about the closest we can come to uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. There we go. Yep. But then we have to uh, make sure we have a you know ages seventeen and up because of the, the duck nudity that's in there. So. Yeah, we'll have to be careful with that. 
Well, sure, that'll be the last film. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we we could even throw Spider-Man in there. After all those being said, is Howard the Duck one of the better movies out of that one? <laughs> I mean, I personally love it and grew up with it. I'd probably watch it about once a year, but when you put it in comparison... You know, now we're going to have to have a marathon just... <laughs> Just so that we can watch them and go, okay, what what was actually the best movie? Uh, Maybe the Nick Fury movie, instead of watching the whole movie, we should just break it into pieces, like, scattered throughout. Like, in the other movies, we'll just, like, throw in a little Nick Fury. There we go. Or watch half of it. In the listening audience, I just put my hand over my eye. Everyone gets a commemorative eye patch. Yeah. Sure I, I think I think it would be fun to do it. That would be fun to do, do a that. super cut of. I like that Nick Fury idea. Take the super cut of all the movies and. Uh, almost like just uh, you know, because Nick Fury. I mean, that was the, the thing with Nick Fury was he's just in all these different Marvel films rather than having his own movie. Although you almost get the feeling that Captain Marvel is a Nick Fury movie. Yeah, it's definitely kind of doing what the Hulk and Ragnarok was in that sense of kind of really sharing. Yeah. Um, sharing, not Sharon yeah. Carter. Sharing, Sharon Carter? Sharing. Um, but, uh, yeah, you watch all the other movies, but uh, the Nick Fury one, you just break up and put it actually, you can do it as like a post-credits. <laughs> post-credits, you know, you'd have to figure out how many movies you have and then divide it into equal sections, like do like a post credit scene, so you watch a little bit of Nick Fury every time. Although, <laughs> although you would have no idea what it was, <laughs> what, it, what it was about, because it'd be spaced out too far. The Marvel movie marathon. <laughs> uh, and the great thing is, only people who listen to Under the Cowl will be in on the joke. Yeah. So me, you, Jim, probably, and a million others. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that could be good. We'll just tell people, yeah, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna show Spider-Man, we're gonna... <laughs> we all, won't specifically... All the Marvel movies. Yeah, all, <laughs> all of them. Exclusively Marvel movies. All the greats. <laughs> we just show all the Marvel movies up to the actual MCU ones. <laughs> right up there, man. And then are we including things like, um, Return of the Incredible Hulk? Trial of the Incredible Hulk, Death of the Incredible Hulk. Like, you get your stand cameos. Well, because you get Thor in there. That's yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuzzy coat wearing Thor. Yeah. Also, the dad on Good Luck Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my daughter watched that all the time, and well, it's a new show. No, no, no. It's it's been it's been done for a couple of years now. Um, For a modern show. Yeah, more modern. Show, Just because yeah. we're talking about that, it sounded like it was like an '80s sitcom. Good luck, Charlie. Yeah, uh, um, yeah, because you know there's this dad on there, and he's kind of a, you know, he's kind of a an overweight, uh, balding, you know, like kind of middle aged dad guy, and uh, dad guy. <clears throat> yeah, he's dad guy, <laughs> dad guy. Wait till your father gets home. But uh, yeah, so watching that, and then. Uh, I don't even remember how I came across, but I saw who he was, and I'm like, oh, my God, you know, the dad on Good Luck Charlie was Thor in uh, uh, Return of the Incredible Hulk. So he goes from being (laughs) the mighty Thor to 
Yeah. He went from dad guy, and he went from... Hold on. I was he, trying to think he, of he went from Thor guy to family guy. Is the... <laughs> he went from God bod to dad bod. That's what there I was trying we, to yes, think Yes, okay. There I was trying go. to think of a... There you go. I was but, trying to get to dad bod. But I did notice that on, like, uh, maybe the last season or two... That he got himself back. Maybe people were making the connection, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I got to get my Thor bot back." Started seeing uh, Chris Hemsworth in the movies, and yeah. oh, Chris Hemsworth, his contract's gonna end up soon. They're probably gonna call me up. Yeah. Well, you, you know, maybe uh, maybe it was something like uh, you know, maybe he was married, and his wife, you know, always like later on, like he's Thor, you know, until <laughs> those movies came out, and then she started. Imagining someone else's Thor. Yeah, there we go. So he, <laughs> so he's like, no, I gotta, I get, gotta get my Thor back. Couldn't quite lift the hammer anymore. Yeah, because that gave him a Thor back. Oh. oh. And then to get another Thor cameo in this Marvel movie marathon, bring it to Vincent D'Onofrio who played Thor in Adventures in Babysitting. You ever see that? That's right. He, yeah. he was Thor in there. So that little girl wears the Thor helmet throughout like the whole movie. And then they go to that garage about halfway through and uh, got to fix the station wagon. And uh, and then he comes out and he's just got that big hammer and she thinks he's Thor and he says he's Thor, I think. And, but yeah, Vincent D'Onofrio was Thor before he was Wilson Fisk. I'm Thor. Yeah. Now, is there a way of just taking all those movies we mentioned and just take parts and just make a two-hour movie out of it? <laughs> well, then we got to find... Ways to like work uh, Stan Lee cameos even into the ones that he wasn't in. There you go. Just so that he'll be in it. Now I'm trying to remember what was he was he in all the X Men movies? Hot dog, or he was getting a hot dog on the beach for the first one. Third one, he was the lawnmower guy, or he's on the lawn and there's the watering hose, the garden hose. Right. Second, I'm trying to think what he if he had one in yeah. the second one. Probably he was in two. He's probably in three. Because, yeah, because at first I was thinking, yeah, if he wasn't in there, then we'd just, uh, we should just have to uh, put in the uh, the voiceover from uh, Friday the X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> and then he can, like, introduce the movie. And then Apocalypse, that was the one with Stan and Joan. I'm trying to think of. But, uh, but yeah, he'd, he'd been in them, so, so yeah, if we played uh, any, any of those X-Men movies in there. Because they're Marvel movies. Yeah. Although I don't know how far into this we want to get. We might want to just like throw in the first one or something. Now we're just getting too good. What would be the Fantastic Four would be the last one out of that era of what year was Fury? That eighties? Oh that it that might have been like early nineties. I know how much Eric loves that Fantastic Four movie that wasn't released, so you can watch that one on YouTube. I still have it queued up, I gotta sit down. That's another one that I always mean to watch, but I've never actually watched it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's uh, up on YouTube. I I think it is. I think I've seen it on there, and I thought, yeah, I'll get around to watching that. And I just haven't gotten around to watching it. Um, and I don't I don't know if it's going to be better than I expect or worse than I expect. Yeah, well, ninety four. It's it's only an hour and a half, so that's you know it's half hour less than what you could have could have seen. I'm just going to cut to a random scene here.
longer in time. Yeah, it, it's weird hearing just the audio from it because it's so um, the, the dialogue is so spaced. It, it seems like it'd be an incredibly boring movie. So you don't know what what's going on on the screen over there uh, as people are talking, but. And I was looking at the screen and didn't know what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you'd hear... Even I assumed that was the thing talking there. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to say some words. <laughs> and lips were barely moving. Now, one thing you can say about the Fantastic Four movie from there, a lot of people always complain about when you get the movies and stuff and you, you know, they're not comic book accurate or anything, but... Probably has to be one of the well, most. They, yeah, they did. Uh, they did the try most, for that. One of the most comic book accurate. Yeah. <laughs> Although those fours aren't really on their chest so much as on their their bellies, yeah. especially uh, yeah, Sue's in, yes. in that particular shot. It looks like she's wearing a four on over her belly button, yeah. and maybe she just wanted to uh, you know lead lead the eyes away from her chest. The four's down here, boys. <laughs> uh, hey, that should be something. Taking the script from that movie and then doing a dramatic read. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> we could do that. I do like that idea, though. Like, the, I don't know what else. Like, to build. I mean, doesn't need to be filled with anything because if you take a comic book, I mean, yeah. 40 minutes, maybe, you know, because you're time and probably laughing and just kind of, you know, it's not just going to be a straight 20 minutes. What do you mean laughing? Uh, you think we're not going to take it seriously? No, it's going to be a Deadpool comic, so there's going to be jokes in it. Yeah, that's what I meant about laughing. Yeah. I feel like that's something that we got to have, you know, on, on video also, just for posterity. Now, do we try to do the best casting on whether we're doing a comic book read or, uh, Read, reading the that. script from from that Fantastic Four movie or something like that, are we uh, um, going to really try and cast it as accurately? Like, okay, who would be the best thing? And, you know, and, and so on, or are we just going to be like, okay, uh, Katie's Doctor Doom and... Pick a name out of the hat. That's yeah, the character you are. There you go. Oh, I picked Herbie. Wait, I don't think he's even in this movie. <laughs> Put this in here. <laughs> I'm just going to go sit in the corner. <laughs> I bet there was no Stan Lee cameo in that movie. But there wasn't one? Yeah. Well, it, that movie was never, you know, it was apparently never intended to actually be released. Was it just to hold over the it rights It was or made just to hold the, the rights is, is what it turned out to be. Not everybody was in on that little joke, but uh, it was basically thrown together to hold the rights. Because it it had to be the movie had to be in production or whatever it was, so they kind of rushed it into production. I mean, essentially, that's what this last Fantastic Four was too. It kind of fell under that same thing because yeah, it had been. Well, that's how we get all the best Fantastic Four movies. We just <laughs> rush them into production to hold on to the rights. Which uh, I would that... I would assume we don't need to worry about that problem anymore, unless. Uh, Unless Disney is somehow, you know, has to, is, is at risk of losing the rights somehow. Yeah, I think it, it should be pretty safe. Not like, uh, you know, 7,500 years or whatever 
after, you know, the uh, uh, Jack Kirby estate uh, gets <laughs> gets the rights to it or something. They sell it to DC to get back at all the, <laughs> all the arguments from the old days. And now James Gunn's making Marvel movies over at DC. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be intrigued to see if, uh, uh, you know, they are doing Guardians 3. Kevin Feige had recently said that and I saw something, uh, apparently, what I saw was Chris Pratt said it, so I don't know how much weight that holds, but uh, that they are using James Gunn's script. See, I know that was the headline. I was reading into it, and I didn't see the video interview or anything, but, like, it still seemed out of context on, like, him not saying it was, unless that was yeah. just the source I read, because that was, I saw the same thing, too, and they had to be curious to see. Yeah, I've... I've had a lot less time to read articles lately. <laughs> for a while, like, because I would do that, um, you know, at the, uh, for the, the comic club, um, a lot more often I would have something to throw into the news because I was reading things, you know, comic book-related articles and, and stuff like that. And now we get to the news and we're like, any news? I haven't heard anything. Until as soon as we're done uh, meeting, like, five minutes later, you know, George Perez. Then George retires. Perez retires, but uh, well, Stan, his death I think was like middle of the week or something, wasn't it? It was on a Monday. Yeah, so it was it was after. Oh. Yeah, but so it wasn't like right after, but yeah, it was close to right after. See, right there, that would have been a good reason for for Stan to have lived a little bit longer, you know, a few more days, just so oh. that the news was timely for our... timely was that a pun? Yeah. <laughs> Not an intended one. I didn't even get to say no pun intended. A timely thing will happen a couple times at the club, and I look for a moment to say that, but then it just passes. I can't jump in there sometimes to throw that joke into there, but I'll do it now. And then see if people get it. You know, Somebody says Marvel published something in a timely manner, and you're like, oh, yeah, how did timely publish them? <laughs> um, but, yeah, what I was saying, um, James Gunn, oh, just curious, you know, if uh, if we would contract wise, if we would eventually see a Batista in a Suicide Squad. Not sure what the timelines will be, and not sure what contracts, and if he's, you know, what's all going on. But maybe he'll uh, he'll take over the Killer Croc role. You know, he'll be the big big green yeah. guy. Although they can't color him just like a straightforward green. Because there's too many green people in it. It'd be a real gray green. Yeah. Gray green. Yeah, so that'll be weird. I wonder who they'll they'll get, you know, just to keep some of those people in line, him in particular. Um, Because he wanted, he really sounded like he just wanted out, you know, if if James Gunn wasn't directing, you know, he. he wanted nothing to do with it. He said even whether it was being killed off and not coming back after Infinity War or just recast, yeah, just... So I don't know. I mean, if they're like, well, you're contractually obligated to uh, be in this movie and you're going to be in this movie, is it a performance that we're going to want to see? You know, Do you think he would still put in his best effort because, well, it's still, you know, is his name in there, you know, or... Do you end up with uh, a a movie with characters in there that the, the actors just you can tell 
their heart just wasn't in it. They they didn't really give their all. Maybe someone else is gonna have one a second chance after leaving the franchise, and they'll get uh, Edward Norton to play Drax in Guardians Three. Just he's come around after the like, yeah, I get to play a big green guy, right? Okay, hey, can I come back and play the big green guy? Sure, you're Drax. <laughs> what? It's funny because you kind of gave Edward Norton a Casey Kasem voice. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> hey, listen, everybody, hold on. Oh, Scoob. Um, I'm Edward Norton, and I am Drax the Destroyer. Here are the top ten ways. I'm gonna... <laughs> Coming in at number one. <laughs> I'm going to kill Thanos. <laughs> yeah. Hold the time. Yeah. Last call for alcohol. <laughs> Which we do not have oh. here <laughs> at all. If our landlord's listening. <laughs> Which I'm sure he isn't, but we still don't have I've been your host, David Lloyd. Under the Cowl is recorded live at Crimson Cowl Comics and Collectibles at 1749 Barton Avenue, West Bend, Wisconsin. You can join us live each week or listen on Automatic and iTunes. Like us on Facebook at Crimson Cowl Comics or on Twitter at The Crimson Cowl. <laughs>